Well, you get Al Michaels off of NBC and Sunday Night Football has been trashed these past three weeks. A coincidence? I think not. Welcome, everybody. It's MSR Sports, I believe, episode 28 or 29. I'm your host, Ramon, joined by always my co-hosts, Matt and Sam. What up, guys? How are you? That's good. Um, what an amazing Sunday night game we had last night. I fell asleep during it. Yeah, it was yeah, I did too. Action packed, um, just full of mistakes. It was it was awesome. It was an awesome game. I but we'll get, we'll, we will get there when we get there. When this, when this episode. Um, that that's three weeks, by the way. Terrible Monday night, uh, Sunday night football, and Al oh, Michaels gone. It's just it's not the same as it used to be. I hope the games get better, but like, damn. Like yeah, the the commentary's been Ike, The games have been trash, and the news the new song is horrible. Mm. Really went downhill. Yep. So I guess uh, unless you guys have anything else to add, we can just get right to it. Yep. Nope. All right. Um, we'll kick it off with what was last week's Thursday? Oh, Cleveland, Cleveland and the steel and the Browns and the Steelers. What do you all have to take away from that? Um. The Browns and the Steelers game, a.k.a. mid-off, um, like in the first half, it was basically uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was able to string some drives together. Uh, Cleveland actually Brissett played pretty well in the first half, throwing to Amari Cooper a few times. David Njoku was a different animal. Nick Chubb doing his thing. Um, and, but the defense was terrible in the first half. But, but then in the second half, they made the necessary adjustments to – come out there and win the game. And they also started giving the ball to Nick Chubb like they should have been doing the entire time except that bum Kareem Hunt. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, Pittsburgh's offense is terrible. Um, no surprise there. I don't think it matters who you put out there, a quarterback, it's still just going to be fucking awful. The Steelers' defense isn't the same without TJ Watt. Um, this team is just, I mean, in the Browns, I mean, yeah, they're like the same way. Like I don't think their offense is great by any means. But, you know, they did what they had to do to win, and they made the necessary adjustments to win. And that's – I guess you can – that's all you can really ask right now when your quarterback is suspended for 11 games. They just need to keep rallying wins. Yeah. Um, this was a – this was a great bounce back for the Browns. They should have never lost last week. Yes. And and it's, they, they honestly should be 3-0 and right now if it wasn't for that torrid – Choke job against the Jets. Yep. Like I said, that game could come back to cost them. But looking at it, um, now I'm not gonna say I'm fully wrong on my Steelers pick. I said they would be good if Kenny Pickett played. Kenny Pickett's not playing. That's the Steelers' fault. Uh, Mitch is horrid. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to move on at quarterback. But it looks like Tomlin doesn't want to, which I don't get. And yeah, I kind of agree that even if Kenny Pickett does go in, this maybe his offense doesn't look better because uh. Part of the issue is not only Mitch being a, ter- a blind quarterback. Matt Canada is a terrible offensive yes. coordinator. And, and Najee Harris isn't getting the rock. He's not He's not playing terrible, but he's not really – he's not changing the game. Like like last year on offense, it ran through Najee. Like it was Najee, 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 Najee. But like it just like, – it just it, it, he's not the same this year. He's playing through injury. And when you yeah. have your best running back, the guy that you're supposed to – that this offense is supposed to run through, and he's not 100%, it's tough for them to get moving. And especially with a quarterback that doesn't really excel at throwing the football, 
it, it's tough. Yeah. Tough situation. But yeah, the Steelers offense, the, the, the offensive, I, I didn't think there could be a worse coordinator than New England because I, this guy at least has something to work with compared to us in terms of weapons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's time for a change in Pittsburgh. I don't think it's going to happen. I personally would do it. As for Cleveland, like I said, these are the this is a talented team. If they're able to win the games they can, and Deshaun comes back and plays like Deshaun, this is a team that can be in the postseason and that nobody wants a part of because they can be a dark horse. Because again, not not many, by the time Deshaun gets back, m- many of those elite teams in the league will not have faced the Browns, meaning they won't know what to expect when they face this Deshaun Watson team. The only team that I think will be a postseason team that would have faced this Deshaun Watson team is going to be Baltimore, which we'll get to later. But yeah, that's all I add. Yeah, um, the Steelers looked awful. I we all or me and Ramon picked the Steelers to win. I thought they were gonna. I honestly would have. I did put money that they were gonna beat the Browns pretty good, but they they did not. And sure I think did. Jacoby Jacoby played pretty good. Yeah, he did. He played well. Yeah, he was solid. All right, now we are moving into the Sunday games, and Ramon, take it away from the game you want to talk about first here. Um, what was the worst game that day? You know, we'll go with the Bears game. Uh, the Bears and the Texans. Um, well, they are the Bears are two and one. Who would have thought? But the the more the most the weirdest part is that Justin Fields doesn't really look great, and he doesn't really look bad. Like, he, he looks like – I can't even say game manager-wise because a game manager at least puts up solid stats. He, he's throwing for 140 yards on 13 or less completions and just finding ways to win. Like I don't know what you make of uh, – uh, Jimmy throws the ball a bit more. And the difference is Jimmy has actually good running backs. I don't think Chicago has good running backs. Um, what a crazy. He did. He, uh, he oh, yeah, he did. He did. he did. he did, yeah. But I, 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 think, I think I was wrong on the Eberflus hire. I think he deserves credit for the way this team has played. He's really changed the way he's played. But I don't think it's helping Justin Fields. Now, it's helping the Bears-wise. I think their defense has been solid. Despite yeah. I know the Packers game happened, but they, they aren't terrible. That they was, look like they had a bad defensive showing in that Yeah. Game. It wasn't bad. It wasn't I, as bad as the 27 points, say. I just don't know what to make of the Bears. I don't think they're going to be anything special. Um, if anything, they should at least the, – the first three games have shown that maybe they got the right coach this time. Even Flos looks good. And as for Houston, Houston looks exactly how I think they looked. I said that they would be a competitive team, but they weren't going to win many games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get into the Bears. Um. And you, you mentioned Justin Fields not looking good, not looking bad. I disagree. I think he's looked terrible. And I'm going to explain why he, I think he's looked terrible. He's throwing the rock 12 times a game. There's like This is this is the exact argument I had with Jalen Hurts last year. He is not throwing the ball, yet he is putting the team in situations where he's throwing awful passes. They're getting picked off. It's, it's like it, sometimes it changes the game. Like, yes, Fields can run, and they should look to run more with Justin Fields. I think they should anyway. But it's just like you—you—he's not throwing the ball that much, and yet he's still making the mistakes as if someone was throwing the rock thirty to forty times a night. So that like you—you—he's not throwing that much because you can't throw that much of them just yet. Like there, there needs to be something 
going on there that like you got you gotta you gotta fix it. Also, where is Darnell Mooney? Like seriously, like where, like how isn't this guy getting involved in the game plan on the offensive side of the ball? I understand you're not throwing the ball, but I'm pretty sure I saw Equinemius St. Brown get more touches than Darnell Mooney did in any week. And that's kind of – that's inexcusable. Person, like, I think that's inexcusable just because he's your best player on the offensive side of the ball. You need to get your best players that – that the touches necessary to get your team down the field. It doesn't have to be deep bombs by fields. It could be screen passes, shovels, uh, strides, curls, like short routes that are easy throws that fields can make. But, like, it's – like, I don't know. The offense just doesn't look too good for the Bears. Like, although Khalil Herbert did carry the team on his back yesterday with his amazing performance. And as for the Texans, I've come to the conclusion, and I'm sure that this is not shocking to any of you, but believe it or not, Davis Mills is not the quarterback for them going forward. He can't be. He, he's, he's not good. Like, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, he's missing throws, throwing costly interceptions. You can't have that. You need if you finish bad, which you are, you need to take a quarterback. You can't hold on to Davis Mills. Yeah, um, Davis Mills is him. Uh, <laughs> he lost though. And he lost his team stolen because Brandon Cooks thought he was still being covered by Damari Mathis, so he didn't do good. <laughs> Uh, but for real, the Bears, yeah, Justin Fields didn't look that good, I don't think. Um, but who knows? Maybe if you get him passing more, he would look good. But he's just not – he's not doing anything. And when he does, it's not good. Well, you can't get him passing because he can't pass. I mean, there, there needs to be – That's Ramon's boy some... right there. Yeah, I know. Like, I like Justin Fields. I hope he does well. But it's like if you're not – if you can't throw the rock, there's a reason why he's playing as bad as he is, but he's not throwing the ball at all. You know if you saying? told me that the that everybody on the Bears was going to be playing pretty good except for Mooney and Fields, I would never, I would never believe you. But here we are. It, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. I don't get how you could just leave your best playmaker outside of the offense. It's, it's the same thing well, as I, mean, I was teaching that last with Kyle Pitts last week. They did the same thing last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's Robinson. It's like I don't know how you can I don't know how you can leave your best player outside the offense. It's just I I, I think there needs to be better. Like Everflus looks like a good coach, but in terms of yeah. offensive coordinator, like you need a better coordinator. You need someone that could like actually like I don't know. I I I have no idea. Like it seems like it's working right now because they are two and one. I know that their offense doesn't look spectacular in either of those games, and they played. You know the Forty Nine ers are a solid opponent, and the Texans are the Texans, but like. They are still two and one. I mean, something they're doing is working. Will they keep it like that? No. But for now, anyway, it's working. They might even go three and one next week. Who knows? Well, now we go to the game. So, honestly, I had no care for it at all. And glad I didn't really pay that much attention to it outside of some place. Panthers Saints. Well, the Panthers won. And all I can say is Jameis is not healthy. Nope. I think a fully healthy Jameis would have possibly won that game. He's not healthy. Also, um, Sam is probably going to come in here and boast about how he, I was right about Kamara not being good. I, I think that's part of it is on Dennis Allen, which now I'm looking like a fool for believing in Dennis Allen. Um, you the year pick was a joke. I mean, it's better than saying Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> that's wild. But uh, 
I'm not going to give up on the Saints, but I feel like they're going to be maybe like last season's team where they almost made the playoffs, but they didn't. And you know that they're not going anywhere. They're, they're going to be like us where we're just in between. Well, I don't think this year, I think we're pretty terrible this year, but last season we're just in between. We're, we're, they're not good enough to go far, but they're not bad enough to be the lowest of the lows. Yeah. So uh, that's where I'd put with the Saints. As for Carolina, I don't really – this is nothing game-changing. Matt Rule, you still will probably be fired in a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, Baker, I mean, you didn't. You guys didn't even look pretty. The fact that the, the Saints could have still almost won that game was insane. Also, by the way, I know you all saw that uh, Marquez Callaway touchdown. Yes, yeah, so literally the last I, second of the game. But not just that. Winston threw that into, like, quadruple coverage. Oh, I know. And it wasn't – it wasn't even for Callaway. It was for the other dude in behind. It would have been picked if Callaway doesn't make a phenomenal play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing you can take away. the turnover breakery as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but... uh, nothing you can take away from this game. Right? The fact that I think the Panthers are still bad and the Saints are just going to be mediocre. Yeah, I mean, as for the Panthers, I'm going to say this like specifically to Carolina because, yes, we, I think Ramon already summed it up. Baker Mayfield was not good. He wasn't good. I mean, he hasn't been good all season. Uh, I don't know how you're able to. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how you're not. What was he like? Twelve for twenty-five. And that doesn't say the entire story, but like that defense was the thing that carried them. They, I'm pretty sure the defense scored a touchdown, blocked field goals, um, missed field goals from the Saints special teams. It was there was a defensive showcase for the Panthers. Honestly, like that's why they won the game, not because of anything the offense did or, or quote unquote did, but you know, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that the Saints just the Panthers just won because the Saints were the worst. Like, obviously, that's like a Booger McFarland type shit, but like they won because the Saints lost, kind of shit. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they, they didn't yeah, win I, the game, the Saints lost it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kamara is fucking awful. He is fucking <laughs> dog shit. He is worse than Khalil Herbert. I said it, and I'll say it again. He got out carried by a dude that was born in the fucking eighties. <laughs> He's fucking <laughs> awful. Give up on him. You act like he was he needs to be cut. He needs to go in the fucking XFL. Maybe if uh, he's lucky. Okay. All right. Somehow putting that on Kamara. We'll move on to the uh, the Eagles against Carson Wentz. Matt Matt thought he could pick an upset there, and his boy Wentz just Didn't let work. him down. Didn't work. Yeah, it's the okay. Eagles. No, I, I, got fucking more, I got a few more upsets in this league, though. Uh, I don't. Uh, I will say this. I don't know if I'm completely sold on Philly being like that because everyone's already like Jalen Hurts. He he. We were wrong on him. It's three weeks into the season. Um, I remember that weren't the Steelers like eight and zero a couple years ago, and we oh, saw what happened. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, but the Eagles and Steelers are different. The Eagles actually have good players. Exactly, that's the thing. Are those is that, I think the O line and the weapons is what's making Jalen no, Hurts absolutely. absolutely. Like it's not that's not like he hasn't, he hasn't been put in a situation where it's all right, Jalen Hurts. Let's see what you can do, not what these weapons can do. And I just – I think right now, yeah, it's all high and mighty in Philly. But I think it could come back to hurt them, the fact that I don't think Fields has uh, – Hurts has gotten a real test, and neither has this team. 
Um, I'm not ready to sell uh, say that they're there that they're the best in the in the NFL. Now, I will say I'd probably put them as top two favorites to come out of the NFC because in terms of roster wise, I don't think anyone in the NFC matches with them outside of maybe well, actually nobody. Like of anything, you need a Tom Brady heroics in Tampa to stop them. And if Rodgers had better receivers, I'd probably put Green Bay up there with them to match them. But they look like the best team in the NFC. But again, are they really built to go there? I'm not ready to put them there yet, but they still look good. They've been bullying on the bad teams. Uh, but I'm not going to say Hurts is the guy just yet. But now, he does look good. Like, you, you can keep Hurts. You can make him the franchise guy, but he's not. He's not. Let's stop with the whole he's a top 10 quarterback. He's not Mahomes level. He's not Lamar's level. He's not an Allen, Herbert, Rady, Rogers, Kyler. And as for Washington, um, that's exactly how I expected y'all to look like. Not in this game, but I mean for the entire season. I don't think that you guys were going to even look pretty good. But uh, w- one thing that does deserve credit that I was wrong on, this Philly defense looks legit. Like, as, but as, even though the Washington is not a great team, they have still been able to, like, put up points against everyone. Right. This defense – completely shut it out with those weapons that they have, at least receiver wise. Oh uh-huh. uh, yeah. Defense looks legit. And as for the, like I said, Washington, I don't really know what to take out on the fact that you were just controlled for yeah. 60 minutes of football. Yeah. That was an absolute bitch slapping from Philly. And the score doesn't really say like they, they only won by 16 points. Like that was, they should have won by way more than 16 points. Um, the Eagles to me, it, it shows you, what a what good coaching and a true number one receiver can do for your franchise, and, and he, like that that's what it, that's what it shows to me. Because yes, Jalen Hurts has been absolutely balling out right now. He's been amazing. Like I mean, there's also there hasn't really been instances where he's been put in a situation where he has to do something he's uncomfortable with doing. He's had plenty of opportunities to have like an open field, take care like, uh, what do you call it? Um. What's the, I don't know what the word is. What what is it? Uh, but we'll say we'll say take uh, use zone coverage to his advantage to get to the uh, receivers in the midfield of the oh my god in midfield with AJ Brown Devonte Smith creating space. Even Dallas Goddard got a tight end screen and took it to the house yesterday. Like Jalen Hurts isn't like he's been great. Don't get me wrong, but he's also never been in a situation where he's had to do anything he's uncomfortable with doing, and I think that. That's going to work for Philly. Sirianni looks like the coach of the year right now, as far as I'm concerned. Um, A.J. Brown's been as advertised. Devontae Smith is finally looking like he's going to break out. Um, and then the defense, that defense, nine sacks for the Philly defense yesterday. Nine. That You got you can hang your head high on that one. And, you know, I don't know, Wait, I don't know if you're going to – Nine? Be, yeah, nine sacks. And whether that's whether that's a testament to be the Eagles' defensive front is good, or Washington's O line is bad, because trust me, their line is bad. Um, who knows? But Philly, Philly's defense does look really good. And as for Washington, I mean, holy fuck! I will say for Washington though, their defense made some plays. Their defense was able to clamp down in the second half. They were able to make some plays in the first half when the offense didn't really give them the opportunity to make plays because they just kept going three and out. Um, yeah, and as for the like Washington's O-line, too, nine sacks. You can't let up nine sacks in a game. And there's also going to be something that goes into 
offensive play calling, like I'm saying for the Bears, get their receivers open quickly. Why are they all going down the field? Like it, it doesn't like especially with Trace Rulier potentially being out for long term with your best offensive lineman. You've got to make something happen quickly. You got to get the ball to Wentz's hands quickly. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, real quick, did did you guys skip over anything? No, we're on the Washington game. Because uh, there was a fucking door-to-door salesman that came to my house. Oh, okay. Oh. Still better than Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the Eagles game, your boy Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> yeah, Matt, who's better, Jalen Hurts or uh, Carson Wentz? <clears throat> right now, it looks like Hurts, to be honest. It does. But also, I, I'm going to say I'm not ready to fully buy into the Hurts hype because he hasn't done anything that's completely amazing and wows you. It's just kind of easy pass opportunity after easy pass opportunity. That's all I'm going to say on that. He's A.J. Brown's daughter's godfather. Ah, okay. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did know that. All right, then. Uh, oh, now we'll go to another mid-game. The Raiders-Titans. And I said... That if Tennessee lost this game, it was time to put in. Well, I said if you're losing at halftime, you have to put in Malik. There's no way Tannehill struggles against this defense. And guess what? Um, I was right. There was no way he would struggle against that defense. The Raiders' defense is horrid, and they made Tannehill look really good when we know he's not really that good. Well, I mean, also King Henry returned. Yeah, King Henry also returned that game. He deserves credit for the play. But I will – I'm going to have to take the L on the Raiders' take. I, if you all listened a couple – maybe a couple months ago, I said that the Raiders were a Super Bowl contender. They were winning the division. Now, I changed my pick, my stance on them winning the division, but I did not think they would be this bad. If you would have told me a quarter into the season the Raiders would have the worst record in the NFL, I wouldn't believe you. Like, even if they were bad, I still would count for the fact that Devontae Adams could at least help them win a game or two by the end of the first quarter of the season. And it just—it's not working there with him. Like I know he's got a, t- a couple touchdowns, he's made some plays, but like, it just doesn't look like Devontae Adams when he had Aaron Rodgers throwing him a football. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh, you are a goon. We will we'll probably be seeing you back in New England next season. It's gonna be the second time I think you get run out after one. Second time you get run out after one season with a team. You did not learn anything from last time. You are a liar because you said, "Oh, I'm not gonna be the way I was last time. I'm changing it." Nope. You took the exact playbook from New England to the Raiders. Raider fans are feeling exactly what we felt. All I saw on Twitter, there's no way on third and 18, we just ran a screen with Bolden that lost two yards. And in my head, I'm like, oh, the good old days. That's exactly what we dealt with for the past couple years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it is terrible in Vegas. This, This was a playoff team last season that added Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. It should not be worse. But here we are, Raiders. Uh, the season ended right now. They have the number one pick, the only winless team. If you want to count the Texans in as well, although they do have the tie. They have the tie. Only zero and three team. Yeah, only zero and three team. The Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things. I think I've already. I said this will be my last week to see what I what I think about the Raiders. I'm out on them already. They are coming in last. I'm out on them. Yeah. yeah. Man. A similar. I remember Sam and I were saying right in this podcast. We love their skill positions. We love how they have top-tier talent. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, 
And then Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro solid. And then Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, the defensive end. We love that. Like that, 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 that they're great players. We never said they weren't great players, but what we did say was that the liabilities of this team will take this team in whole and the good players aren't going to be able to, you know, do it all themselves and carry the entire load, especially when your line is awful and your defense is kind of, kind of terrible. I mean, I mean, the Titans, I mean, they, they've, they've been dead in the water. They, this, this team was dead in the water. And you weren't able to take advantage of that. Like, Tannehill was falling for most of the game. Um, you know, Derrick Henry found old form once again, and maybe this is something for him. Like, that, it's something to hang your head eye on for Derrick Henry because he's been awful for the first couple games anyway. Um, yeah, and it's just like – and, they, and with the Malik Willis thing, by the way, uh, no, he was terrible against Buffalo. Everyone was terrible against Buffalo, I'm aware, but it was pretty clear that he wasn't going to get into game-time action at any anytime soon. He's not going to get into game action. He's still pretty raw. But um, as for Tennessee, I mean, good job. You kind of – you might have saved your season a little bit, not going to lie. Uh, and as for Vegas, I mean, it only gets tougher from here on out, and I don't see you guys – being able to rebound, you might go on like a little mid-game, uh, mid-season run where you're able to take a few games, but I don't think you're going to make the playoffs. I'm glad I left you out of the playoff predictions when I was making them. And yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah, uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and this game should fucking stay in fucking Vegas. This game was mm-hmm. terrible. It uh, was in Tennessee, actually, the game. Yeah, it was. But well, those Tennessee wearing white. They weren't. They were in the blue jerseys. Yeah, the Raiders were in the white. Yeah. Are you sure? Hundred percent. Well, either way, this game should fucking stay the fuck away from me. Uh, <laughs> Ramon, your pick was awful, and I told you, I told you the Raiders are gonna suck because Josh McDaniels is still their yeah. coach. Yep. And for whatever reason, I, I don't understand. I don't really understand this reason. Is that you might not be the highest on Josh Jacobs, right? You might not be, you know, you might not love what he brings to the table, but everyone right here can agree this man is better than Brandon Bolden. And why is Brandon Bolden out there for the, he like like a third down back? No, 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 no. He's out there, first down, second down. Third down. Why is he out there? <laughs> like, I mean, what is the, like, Brent, like, jo- like Josh McDaniels' wife must be chained in Brandon Bolden's basement, right? <laughs> That's crazy, right? I mean, like, why, why is he playing the majority of these snaps? Same reason That's he played right. the majority of the snaps here because fucking Josh McDaniels is fucking. I got I got on his There is, there is right a now. family member in Brandon Bolden. There has to be. I mean, why? I got, I got a theory. What? I got a theory. Josh is setting up Carr to fail so that the actual Raiders offense can come to full force when Jarrett Stidham goes in at quarterback. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there won't be any closed door meetings with uh, owner Al Davis. It was, is it Mark they, Davis or Mark Davis? Yeah, Mark. Uh, Mark uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were undefeated in preseason with Herbert. I mean, with uh, Stidham. Sure were. They kind of owned our. They kind of owned our. Uh, First string offense with their second string defense, but that's neither here or there. Uh, uh, all right, moving uh, on. Moving on. 
Bengals Jets was exactly what you thought it would be. The Bengals finally get a win that they should have had. But I will say again, it just felt like the struggle to Cincy. It wasn't easy. And I don't know if that's because Cincy's torrid or should we be giving credit to this Jets defense? Sauce Gardner, by the way, he looks good. He hasn't allowed a touch. Oh, if you want to count the Amari one, some people don't. Oh, hasn't allowed a touchdown. The defense looks good. Sam says he likes Jermaine Johnson. I think the secondary has really improved. Now, we did have Quinn and Williams fighting with uh, one of the coaches. Line coach, I believe. But, yeah, just – again, this is a game, like I said, a get-right game for Stincy. And even though they won, I just still don't feel confident. Like, that was horrid. No. It's no. so hard. It should not be hard, especially when you look at the talent that you have and the talent that the Jets have. It's just, it's, it's just concerning for me, at least uh, in Cincinnati. But at least they got the victory in the Jets. Um, you put up a fight, I'll give you that. Your defense, promising future. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, this Cincy team, like the Jets, I like what they do. I like what they're doing. I like that they're all hungry to play. They all want, like, they, they clearly all want to win. It, like it, It's kind of like, like they're not a great team, but like the, the amount of pride they show on the football field doesn't go unnoticed. But as for Cincy, like, you have the talent. You have the studs that you should be blowing these guys out of the water. And my dog is going wild in the background. <laughs> but anyway, um, endure that. Um, like, you have the studs. You have, like, you have the talent like Jamar Chase. You, you, Joe Burrow has, you know, he looked pretty – this is his best game of the season. I'll give him that. But it's still, like, I still wasn't – all that impressed. And I know T. Higgins went out like second, whenever he got nailed on that cut quality, somehow came down with and held on to. But I mean, it's just like, it's just something that you like, you can't be like, you're, you're this bad and you have all these studs. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. And as for the Jets, I mean, good effort. I mean, Joe Flacco was your starting quarterback. There's not really much you can do. Um, Garrett Wilson looks pretty good on the offensive side of the ball, at least. Um, I think Zach Wilson is supposed to come back soon, which is good news. Yeah, apparently he could be back next week. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's going to be good news for Jets fans. They're going to – they can't. I probably can't wait to see what the Wilson-to-Wilson connection is. Um, oh. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I Cincinnati, you should be better than this. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um... That t- that was a that was a touchdown at the beginning of the game. Was, it was, oh no! It, it was. was look at what? the pictures I sent. Did you? We've look seen at the it. Yes, the we've seen it. The left heel was down. The right. No, was it down. wasn't. Right that was a touchdown. That was a touchdown. Okay. One hundred percent. Anyway, um, the Bengals are frauds. I knew it. I knew they were going to be frauds. Um. It. That's all. <laughs> that, that was a touchdown. I'm looking at the picture. That's a touchdown. Okay, go. Bengals are frauds. Jets are looking good. And Zach that Wilson was... is going to come back. And they're going to be the playoff contender, like I said. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, we'll move to uh, another t- game where I thought it was a get-right game for this team. And I'm just still concerned with them. Vikings-Lions. I, t- I told Sam, Kirk Cousins coming off a bad primetime performance in the 12, 
or the 1 p.m. for you guys. A slate, he's always been great. Now, he was solid, but again, it just – it was a struggle again, just like the, the Bengals game where I, – I, I said it would be a, a close game. I, I thought it would be like a bunch of touchdowns, but I thought the Vikings would get off to like a big lead, maybe like a 14-17-3 lead like that. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Lions would try coming back, but in the end it would just be too much. I thought the final score would be like a 42-33, to 33, something like that. And it was close. Of course, in the end, the Vikings' weapons and, and Kurt clutched it up. But again, I just I don't I don't take anything positive out of this for Minnesota. And on the other side, I don't take well actually I do take. I the Lions, they're good. They're just like we said, just keep giving them time. They're gonna get there. So that's why I got on that one. How about you, Sam? Yeah, Jeff Akuda is him. I, I hate to break it to you. Jeff Akuda is him. I was I'm a Jeff Okuda fan, so I'm glad he was. In fact, I I wanted to trade up with the Lions to draft Jeff Okuda. I was I was like Matt Patricia's there, him and Bill, they're friends. He'll give us the pick. But nope, yeah, that did Bill not happen. Um, we got some tef- technical difficulties with Matt. Yeah, he should probably be back. Well, while he's yeah, I'm pretty sure he's trying to join back in. So let's uh. Move on to the next one. We'll let Matt say what he had about the Lions right now and then what he has about this current game. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Matt, we just said what we had to on the the Lions game. It's your turn. What's up? Uh, okay, so Lions-Vikings. Lions-Vikings. Um, yeah, I mean, Kirk has looked kind of mid, not going to lie. Um, and I'll also mention that Jeff Okuda has been locked down this season former number three mm-hmm. overall pick, um, labeled off as a bust, which honestly was fair enough determining what he's been playing with. But dude has been absolutely locked down this season on a mission. Um, yeah, I'm sure the Lions are probably excited about that. And the Vikings, I mean, that like like you said, that was a struggle for them. Like They, they should have won by so much more. Dalvin Cook got hurt midway through the game, which is tough for them. Tough for my fantasy team as well. But uh, you know, it it like you should be winning those types of games, especially because I don't. I'm still not a huge believer in this Lions defense. So like, you know, yeah, no. it just it it just shouldn't. You shouldn't be trying to crawl back into this game with all that talent you have on offense. And yeah, the Lions offense still looks pretty good though with Amon Ra, Swift, William, well, even Jamal Williams looked pretty good with the touchdown carries he always gets so yeah that's my take on that now we got the the upset of the week that no one saw coming the Colts beat the Chiefs um yeah the Chief the Colts uh go from losing 24-0 in Jacksonville to holding this Chiefs offense to uh, under points I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna say, "Oh my gosh, the Chiefs! Oh, they they're they're going down again." In the NFL, the saying goes, "Any given Sunday, any given Sunday, any team can win." This was the game where that upset just happened, but you still don't you know that the good team is still good. Like last season, it was Buffalo and Jacksonville when Jacksonville won. It wasn't the end of the world in Buffalo. It was just the Jags pulled off the upset. Jack, they weren't ready to play there. The weather. 
Mahomes and the Chiefs, they just – maybe they got too overconfident seeing how bad the Chief, the Colts were, but I'm, I still think this is a great team. Now, I will say, Eric Bieniemy, there's a reason why he didn't get a coaching job, and I think it's starting to show. Mahomes got into it with him because of the play call, and Shady came out telling him off too, saying that he's not even good at making plays. So teams saw that Bieniemy is not that good. And I would like to add that once again – I keep looking right in the battle of who was the better corner, <laughs> Gilmore over JC. Mm-hmm. I repeat, Gilmore over JC. He You're sealed wrong. the day. He sealed the day, forcing the game-winning turnover. You I know how many you- fucking times, fucking JC last year sealed the game against a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Tua. Did, did, did Gilmore- That's not a Hall of Famer. Exactly. Tell you, you know, it's a double dude, with no safety help. Dude, what's it called? The Colts should be thankful that they didn't waste all that money on JC. I guarantee you, switch the players. JC probably allows the game-winning touchdown the Chiefs went yesterday. Yes, he does. He, he's, he, he catches the ball instead of fucking tips it up for someone else to do. Um. Well, he, he, he hasn't been doing a lot of catching lately this season for the Chargers. He hasn't been playing. Yeah, he has. He oh, just didn't play one game. Oh, we'll get to his game, by the way. Go ahead, you guys' take on the Colts and Chiefs. So, this game, right? And everyone's going to be like, oh, the Chiefs, I mean, they look mid. And Mahomes does look mid, to be fair. In both games, In that game? he, hasn't, he hasn't looked like himself from that week one yes. performance he had. But that's not the reason they lost this game. Nor is it the reason that the Colts are just a good team. No, 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 no. The reason they lost this game, special teams, right? The, the Chiefs defense forced to stop on the first drive of the game. What they do, they punt it. Sky Moore muffed it. Instant red zone position for the Colts. They go in to score a touchdown. Um, their emergency kicker, Matt Am- not emergency kicker, but their backup practice squad kicker, Matt Amendola. What was it? He missed like two two chip shots and an extra point. It's like that, that can't happen. And then on top of it all, um, yeah, like like I said, like they they just completely missed opportunities on special po- uh, special teams, and I don't think this Colts offense was too good. And and, and this is what I'm going to say to the best playmakers kind of thing that I've been preaching all season. Why isn't Jonathan Taylor getting the ball? Mm-hmm. Like why? Like he should be the the mainstay of this offense. He should be running the ball down people's throats, and when he gets it, he's not bad. So why don't we give him the ball more? They're letting Matty Ice cook. And he's he hasn't really done a good job with that yet, but <laughs> move on. Sam? Uh, yeah. Give the fucking ball to your best fucking player. The Colts beat the Chiefs, and Jonathan Taylor still fucking got me 10 points. What is this? They didn't need Jonathan Taylor. They would have lost if they used him. No, no, they wouldn't have. All- all they, they needed was Gil- all they all they needed was all they needed was Gilmore's heroic oh and Maddie Ice cooking. That Ryan looked fucking terrible. Hey, it was still enough to win the game. That's all that matters. No, no. All right, he did not win yes. them the game. Sky Moore fucking gifted them the game. And Maddie. All right, we'll move on to a game where I believe Sam picked the upset here. Dolphins Bills. I, I think the Bills, and I will never do that again. Oh, okay. Um, 
again, this was a game where we were like, oh, will 205 be exposed? And, well, uh, prove who's the best team. I still don't think Tua was great. I still think he was, was sort of No, he wasn't. He was. He, he only was threw amazing. He had thirteen completions for one hundred eighty-six yards. He didn't know where he was. Okay. So what? So what? Thirteen completions for thirteen. Thirteen completions for one hundred eighty-six yards. While uh, Josh Allen tossed for four hundred yards. One's a win. The, what's it called? Miami. You're lucky that the weather helped y'all. And I will say, um, they play the, the same weather. No, they don't. But they didn't Buffalo, play the same weather as Buffalo. No. Oh, oh, that they, yeah, no, yeah, they both play in the same. But Miami is used to it. Buffalo is a team from the cold. Now think about it. Also, when that when Buffalo lost to Jacksonville last year, it was in Jacksonville too. They weren't good there either. Some some cold teams are not built for weathers like weather like this. I guarantee you. I've told. I said to Matt yesterday, if this game was in a storming blizzard in Buffalo, there's no shot the Dolphins even look competitive in it. You know what? Watching that game, by the way, what it showed me, what I kind of reminded me of something. It reminded me of us last year. Remember, we beat Buffalo the first game, and it was kind of like this: a very close game where Buffalo could have won the game, but Josh Allen made a couple mistakes in it. Well, not interception wise, but. He was throwing. Remember that four, that fourth down that when they got down to the goal, the end zone, and it was like terrible passes. He had a situation like that in this game too. And then the next two times we faced them, he never punted the ball to us again. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen with Miami, but I, I don't think Miami wins the next game in Buffalo. I think Buffalo is going to come out blazing with them. I think Miami gets into like sort of a shootout like us. We lost 35-21 the second one. I think it's going to be something like that. Buffalo wins by 14. This offense is just too much for them to handle in that second game. If they be in the postseason, I think it could be ugly just like our game. That I was looking, It just looked like our game, watching the Dolphins win. I'm like, and the way that they celebrated for that win. I think that's how we were last season when we beat Buffalo. I still like Buffalo. I'd still, if you told me I had to bet money on them or Miami to get to Super Bowl, I'm picking Buffalo all day, every day. And Miami, I still don't think Tua has been able to prove he's the guy. Now, we know the coaching is good and the weapons are good, too. And can we also talk about the, the butt punt? Yeah, I was going to mention <laughs> that. You almost sold the game with that. And that's not, exactly, that just shows you that Tua isn't also the guy either. I mean, you Josh Allen turned the ball over with a minute and 40 seconds. I thought it was over. I'm like, oh, change the channel. It's game over. I look back, and you're giving him the ball back with a minute and 30 seconds. That's not all on Tua, though. That's more in the run game as well. But he had he had one play where he was pressured and then tried to just throw make. If the Bills were in that situation, Josh Allen doesn't let Tua touch that ball back. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But yeah, um, I don't know. I'm not fully sold on Miami. Do I think they're going to be a postseason team now? Probably. I will give them that. But I'm not. Well, people saying they're the best team. I'm, I'm actually hearing it that they're the best team in the NFL. That they're the favorites to get to Super Bowl in the AFC. Oh. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Eagles, Dolphins, Super Bowl. So here's nope. we don't we, we don't crown champions after three weeks. We did that with the Cowboys in twenty. No, not we, the media and people crowned the Cowboys champions three weeks into the twenty nineteen season, and they didn't even make the playoffs. So like a lot, there's still plenty of season left for anything to happen. Like no one is out yet. There can be runs. There can be you know like nothing. Anything can happen. But 
this game, as for this game, um, it was pretty much just like, I, like it makes me wonder how the Bills lost this game in the first place. Like, how, how do you? Like, it, I, I'm still wondering how you can toss through that many yards, you can move down the field that much, and you could you still lost the game. I mean, Tyler Bass shanked a field goal. I know that. Um, and then also that last play call, and I think that there's a lot of iconic moments in this game when Isaiah McKenzie couldn't get out of bounds, and then you just go up to Ken Dorsey in the coaching box, and you just see him fucking slamming the papers, crumpling him up, slams the headset, blocks out the camera. Legendary moment to show in the camera. Everyone is laughing at them, but they're going to be back even stronger and better. I mean, this Bills team is still really good in my opinion. I mean, I think they're still better than Miami, even though just because they got a win doesn't mean they're the better team because as we've seen, like, do we did we think we were the better team than Buffalo when we got the win against them last year? No. A lot of fans did, but not us. But, you know, it's like, but it's like, it's kind of like that. Like, you can't crown a team a champion in three weeks. And like, like you said, Ramon, two wasn't, Tua wasn't bad at all, but, like, he didn't do anything to make me think, like, okay, like, you you were the reason they won this game. No, you weren't the reason they won this game. But, you know, you, you didn't do anything to lose them the game, which is, I guess, what you need to do in these situations. So, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah. Yeah, the it's Dolphins done. are Super Bowl champions. Waddle <laughs> is him. That is, Tua I mean, is a that Hall is, of Famer. Okay, that's not. But let's, let's not get carried away here. The Bills are going to be last in the division. No, they're not. We exist, Sam. And speaking of we, Patriots Ravens, which was surprisingly probably one of the better games in the in the morning slate. It was actually really good. We finally saw our offense come to life, but again. How much of it was it that the Ravens' secondary is just garbage, and how much of it was it because it's, it's of that. us? It's that. Yeah. Um, Mac better, probably one of his better games, but still, again, with the boneheaded mistakes that he's been having, which he didn't have in his rookie year. He's looking like a rookie this year, and last year he was looking like a vet. Again, I don't know how much of it has to do with the fact that this team is probably worse in terms of offensive talent or the fact that – uh. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia are in his head calling plays. Um, um, part of the blame I'm going to give it to, to Matt because, yeah, this defense, by the way, I don't think I've ever felt better about a defense who's allowed 37 points. It gave us so many chances to win that game. It held this offense to 14 points in the first half, and it made stops. I mean, you saw the, the force fumble, uh, some of the punts where they, we would just get the ball back, and we just couldn't capitalize. It, it, we just hurt our. We hurt ourselves. The penalties a lot. A lot really cost us in this game. But this 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 kind of also felt like a game like last season where we were just in competitive games that we just we just wouldn't pull out. Fine, actually, an entertaining game for us. Like it was one of the better ones we've had. Well, the best one we've had so far this season. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think this defense is elite, but I think it's borderline elite because it was able to contain Lamar for a while. And I think it's going to be able to do that to teams at least first. At least the first half will be able to contain teams. The second half, it's going to ask its offense to have to overcome. And I don't think our offense is built to do that, especially not now because uh, we can just throw the season away, guys, because uh, if, if losing the game wasn't bad enough, our starting quarterback is going to probably be out for six to eight weeks. 
Yeah. Mac went down with an injury. Uh, he he thinks he can return sooner. He he wants to return sooner. Some people are saying he should get uh, surgery. Some people he wants to listen to more opinions because he wants to get back out there quicker. Uh, I I know for sure there's not. I know for sure there's no way Mac plays a single down for us this next entire month. Yes. Anything beyond that is it's up to him. Um, because I, first reports are that it's going to be a six to eight week injury. Mac thinks he can come back sooner. We'll just see. Um, guess it's time to get ready for Brian Hoyer versus Aaron Rodgers next week. And then Baltimore, Lamar Jackson is a top three candidate for MVP. I told, I said it, he was yep. going to make the Ravens pay for not, for not paying him. Now he is making himself more expensive. It's just like Aaron judge in New York right now. Judge made himself even more expensive than what he wanted at first. Lamar's doing the same thing in Baltimore. He's got to be regretting it. Oh, and, uh, Mark Andrews. Tight end two in the NFL. No, you tight end one in the NFL. Mark Andrews is a beast. Oh, I would. Okay, he's good for sure. But uh, Brian Ruth better. No. Also, um, this game, I'm gonna just say. I'm just gonna say one sentence. In the, like, not just one sentence. I'm gonna go on and elaborate, of course. But I mean, yes, get well soon, Mac. But like, he lost us this game. He did, and. You may be looking to say, "Oh, you're, the defense allowed, you know, this many points," and this is like, despite the, the amount of turnovers he had, this was his best game. I don't think there's any question that this was his best game playing. Devontae Parker finally got going. Um, Pat's Nation will finally have a highlight reel <laughs> of Devontae Parker. That's not one catch or nine yards, but um, yeah, I mean, Mac and the end of the game, especially right. You're down the like the defense forces a fumble on Bateman. You're able to get down to the red zone. Why on earth are you going? Are you on one leg, back leg, shooting it into the like, lobbing it into the end zone as an easy pick for Baltimore secondary? And I also I'm very aware that um, Nelson Aguilar happened as well. I'm aware, but it's not I mean, fully his fault. But like it's just like we like we like as much as you may love Mac Jones in New England, you've got to hold them accountable for the times that he sells and he sold. He he did. You you cannot throw that ball in that situation. There's a better option all time. Like you, it, it, it comes back to Ramon's point. He doesn't know what he can and can't do. We didn't draft him based off his human talent. We didn't draft him based off of his upside. We drafted him because he was the smartest quarterback in the class. He was able to make the reads, get the ball there smartly without turning the ball over. And this dude, if you're turning the ball over, you don't bring value. That that's what I'm gonna like that because you don't have that talent that other quarterbacks in the class do. Even Fields, like yes, Fields is worse. Wilson's worse. Lance is worse. I agree, but th- they at least have the upside, where Mac is doesn't really have that upside like they do. So if you're making bad reads, if you're not knowing what you can and can't do, you're just selling this team and putting us into the ground. So, Might as well just stick with Cam. I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, it's just it, like you, like when he comes back, I hope that he's able to determine what he's able to and what he's not able to do. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. You guys are looking terrible. 
You guys are looking like you're going to get the first round pick. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you, picked, you, you picked the Patriots to go to the playoffs. Yeah, I just wanted to get you guys hyped for your team. Give you guys false hope. <laughs> you guys are looking fucking awful. I will see you guys in the fucking draft. First round pick. Who are you guys going to go with? Who knows? I'll be having the 30-second pick. If we get the number one pick, hopefully it's Bryce Young. Okay. Um, I do want to add one last thing before we move on to that game. Stop playing Miles Bryant. Yes. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. And yeah. start yeah, playing mm-hmm. That's who, not only that. Start playing. Give more plays to Jack Jones and Marcus Jones. And I'm not talking about just – I'm not talking about just corner-wise. I'm sick and tired of watching that dude behind for returning punts. Miles Bryant sucks at (laughs) returning punts. Dude has – dude is Cyrus Jones. He can't hold on to the ball in the punt returns. Marcus Jones was the best punt returner in all of college football. Let him do that. If you don't want to play – you don't have a spot in him at corner, then let him play punt returner. Miles Bryant is terrible. Like, he's worse than Cam. I'd much rather watch Cam play football – than Miles Bryant play football. Yeah, I'd much rather watch Cam punt return than Miles Bryant. Yes, I'd much rather watch Cam play corner. I'm pretty sure he'd do a better job than Miles Bryant. All right, now we move on to the, the afternoon Miles slate. Miles Bryant's plan is kind of going crazy. He's it's deserved. <laughs> He's the best corner in the league. No. Um, Mari Mathis. The, uh, so the first game of the, the slate... The Chargers got smoked by the Jaguars. And I'm not going to... J.C. Jackson didn't play. Yes. Yep, I know. I know that. You guys said he played two games. He played one. I I said he played one. I never said he played two. He still wouldn't have done anything in that game because he sucks. They probably would have allowed... They probably would have had two more touchdowns. Um, They would have won with them. No, they wouldn't have. Uh, This is not a game where I think uh, you go, oh, the Chargers, they're terrible. They're injury riddled. Like Justin Herbert is playing with with fractured ribs. By the way, that throw of him is incredible. Running, running to the side. He's getting under pressure. He's getting hit on a, playing with injured ribs. His side arm, like he's super. His body's so weird, and he chucks at like sixty balls, sixty yards down deep in the field, and <laughs> sixty yards down deep. And he gets completed. That 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 that's when you. That's when I what I mean because everyone looks at oh well this quarterback won so that means he's good. No, if your quarterback can go out there and make plays like Justin Herbert, that's how you know that you have one of the best players in the league. Like to still be making plays like that, playing hurt. That you look at that guy, and you're like, that's what I want my team to have. And if your quarterback's not like that, then you know you're you're not gonna be a. You don't have a shot at the Super Bowl. And I don't care how good your weapons are, Miami. Tua does not look like that. No. Tua literally got fucking hurt even more and came back and play. No, I'm saying Tua would not. Tua would not be able to do a throw like that. Tua would never be able to make a throw. No, he would not. I'm gonna say this. Tua doesn't even make that throw on two flat feet in the pocket, firing that ball. He's not even gonna get a pocket. Sam, Tua doesn't get that over 30 yards. That ball. Justin Herbert threw it from his own 20 to the other 20. Like, oh, that wasn't right incredible. He, he can move to his right hand if he wants. He still wouldn't get it there. Um, and as for the Jaguars, 
I told y'all, Doug Peterson is incredible. He finally, this is what happens when you give Herbert a coach like Doug Peterson. This offense, I mean, Trevor, oh yeah, Trevor Lawrence, this offense is coming to life. I should have sticked with it. I told you guys that I, I wanted to put the Jaguars in first, but I just couldn't because of Gilmore. No, I should have sticked with it. The Jaguars are going to win. I'm back on it. The Jaguars are winning this division. I was right all along. I said they would take the huge jump. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the most improved quarterback of this season. Um, Doug Peterson was going to be a top three coaching hire. This defense would be solid. It's been solid. Devin Lloyd, by the way, my, my bad, Devin Lloyd. I was wrong. You're, you're actually, yeah, you're, you're, you're good. Uh, Christian Kirk, I still think he'd overpay, but I guess what? He's performing. He's, he's performing. So that's all that matters. If they're, if they're performing, that's all you need. The Jaguars, now I'm not, they're not a Super Bowl contender, but I think they are going to the playoffs, especially in that weak division. Okay. I don't mind that. Wait a minute. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to go on my thing here. Ramon, I don't hate that take. And I'm going to, like, I don't think it's because the Jaguars are good, but I think it's the rest of the division. I think it's their division, honestly, because I think they look like the best team in that division right now. But Mm -hmm. a little asterisk on that, though, is that, yes, they beat up a team like the Chargers, but. They lost Bosa mid-game. They lost Rashawn Slater mid-game. They didn't have Keenan Allen. They didn't have J.C. Quarterback was playing hurt. I want to see them next week against Philadelphia, though. I want to see what they can do against Philadelphia next week. Then I will be able to – if they're able to at least be competitive or, you know, win, maybe even win the game. I think they might have a chance to win the game, to be honest, because they've been playing so well. You know, maybe I, I want to see it. But I do like the future of this team. Uh, Doug Peterson, I never said he was going to be a bad hire. I said he was just an okay coach, which is, honestly, I regret saying that because he's been really good so far. And it's kind of, it reminds me a lot of the Eagles team he had because he was a good hire from the start, you know, engineered that team to win a Super Bowl. And then as the team, you know, aged and got worse, that's when it all kind of started falling down. And then that's when they needed to move on. But, um... With Trevor Lawrence, dude is balling. Dude, Trevor Lawrence looks so good. He looks incredible. And, like, yes, you overpaid the weapons, but every single one of them has a role in this offense, even your, both of the running backs that you had. And I also – I want to congratulate Doug Peterson. And you want to know why I want to congratulate him? Because Evan he, Ingram. Has tied, he has tied Urban Meyer oh. all time <laughs> in Jaguars wins. <laughs> And as for the Chargers, like you said, I mean, this isn't a game where I'm going to say, okay, you're terrible. Like, you're one and two. Like, your season's over. No. I mean, they, I, I still believe that this team is going to be very good. Um, Justin Herbert, he didn't have that great of a game, but he was playing injured. And honestly, I don't think you should have played him in this game because, like, yes, I know you want to win every game you play, but this is chess, and this is you're supposed to be playing chess, not checkers. The Jaguars played checkers, and they got. I mean, the Chargers played checkers, and they got burnt. The, like, I mean, yes, I know. Like, yes, that's you only win saying every that because he was against Herbert in fantasy. No, um, I, mean, Herbert, I don't care. Herbert was not good in fantasy either. I'm just saying it because, you know. Oh, uh, Slater might be gone, guys. Huh? Slater might be out for the whole year. Who is? Rashawn Slater. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think he should have played because you're, you you want, you want him healthy for the rest of the season. You don't want to put all – like, you could have risked another potential even worse injury with the ribs. 
he was clearly playing in pain. It wasn't a good sight. Like he was wincing in pain every time. Like I know it's like I know most QBs do, but it's like like Herbert was wincing in pain. Like it was it was bad. Like I, I don't I don't see I, I he was playing in pain. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't think he should have been playing. They should have rested him for a week and had him go back next week and kind of see what happens. But you know, I, I just think that that was a chess move. I mean a checkers a checkers move instead of a chess move moving forward for Saley. But this team is still going to be okay if they can get some pieces back. Both still got hurt yesterday. They still got some good pieces on defense. JC coming back maybe is good. Who knows? But and then also Keenan Allen coming back is going to be a plus for that offense. So we'll, well see what happens. Just I just want to say two things before we move on. Mm-hmm. One, Ron said he wants to switch. Uh, he wants to go back on his pick and say the Jaguars are going to win the champion. Or the fucking the division. Oh, I'm not saying I'm going back on my pick. I'm just saying that I should have stick to it because I think the Jaguars are winning. Yeah, I want to go back on my pick. Broncos, I want to get them out of the Super, the Super Bowl, <laughs> the championship. <laughs> and the second thing I want to say is that when we were going over, I, I forget which podcast. It was. it was one of the episodes in the podcast. I said, I feel like the Chargers are going to be fine. But I unfortunately I feel like they're gonna have a bunch of big injuries. And I was um unfortunately I was right. I don't know why I got that feeling. I, don't I know had why that you feeling got that intuition, but I mean it's true so far. I had that feeling and yeah, but don't but they're all gonna I mean, maybe not Slater, but the rest of them will come back. They're all they'll be fine. Yeah. Uh so next up we good. Oh, also James Robinson is him and ETN needs to be fucking cut. ETL wasn't bad either. Fantasy. I think he wants him. Cut. He wants him cut because uh, he's taking from Robinson. I, I know that. Yeah. All right. Um. Most of these games were more boring in the afternoon, so we'll go through some of them quick. Uh, the Rams, Cardinals, Cliff Kings. Boy, well, we already know Cliff is holding this team back because the Cardinals had a chance to win that game, and Cliff Kingsbury just is still that block in their way. The Rams do not look convincing at all. They do not look like the champions of last year. I think the Cardinals – I said the Cardinals could be really good this year. I had them going as far as the NFC Championship. And I think this team could go or can go to the NFC Championship. The problem is their head coach is holding them back. If they had a better coach, I think they'd easily be 2-1 two, two and one right now. 3-0 and oh maybe. Who knows? But, no, no, yeah, Cliff, no coach Cliff is the – massacre. If it's not Matt Rule – it's Cliff. Those are the two. It's, you can flip however you want, but those are the two worst coaches in the NFL. It does not get worse than Cliff Kingsbury and Matt Rule. Matt Rule, you can at least give an excuse. His team's not that great, and neither has that organization. Cliff, you have no excuse to be this bad with that quarterback and that team. That's all I'll say on that one. And, yeah, I agree. I think that the Rams, like, yes, they won the game, but, like, it's it's like it's just not convincing. It's like Stafford doesn't look that like honestly like Stafford doesn't look that good. Um, Cooper Cup still does his thing. The running backs are like who who is the who is the true number one? Who knows? Not that it really matters because they both play their role. But like like that game shouldn't have been as close as it was. You know, Cam Akers fumbled at the one yard line. If they punched that into the end zone, that game is over before like that, that game is over. And then they gave the Cardinals that opportunity to go down the field. And as for the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, also just mid, all around mid. Like, I mean, Kyler, Kyler 
Hollywood Brown had a connection there. Where it was like fourteen catches for one forty. Like that was that was a that was a connection and a half. But like, like I don't know. I, I, just something to Kyler. You gotta get you gotta get the ball in the end zone. Cardinals offense. You gotta get that. They ball can't in the end zone. catch. He yeah. needs fucking help. No, I, I know that. I know no, that. but it's not just that, Matt. Matt, it's not just that. It's also the guy scheming the dumb plays who can't yeah, scheme anyone open. That. I know that, but I'm just. I'm this just is saying. not Kyler's fault at all. Okay, but regardless, something's got to change there. Fire Cliff, probably, but they're not going Get to because that man. That man. They just extended him, also. He is a wealthy man because they extended him. I mean, not that they couldn't fire him, they could, but I mean, they won't because they refuse to look at the bigger picture when they realize that, yes, their team goes 11 and 6, but Cliff Kingsbury is calling the shots. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> a second half choke cannot be in the cards this year if they are going to blow games like this in the first half of the season. So, um, you, I, I don't know. I think that it's just like the defense played well. Defense played pretty well, and I, I'm looking like like the Cardinals' defense is looking bad, and that was my concern with this team going into the season. So, they're not playing bad. The offense has to figure it out. Catch the ball, call better plays, get it in the end zone. That's all I gotta say. Kyler is him, and he needs anybody that can catch the ball. There was so every time I see a Cardinals play, it's somebody dropping the fucking ball. Okay. <laughs> now you see, now you see Greg Dortch play. Yeah, Greg Dortch is him. But am I wrong? <laughs> like, are the Cardinals like yeah. it's, they're, they're, they're dropping everything? It's it's not it's the running backs. Like Zach Ertz isn't like particularly great. Like he's not catching, but like he dropped, dropped like six catches yesterday. I, I was it, it was unbelievable. Was zone, that was a tough grab. Like he had to go up one handed to get that's a tough grab. But then there was one that was like in the middle of the field. He was there was open a couple for a right second. in his hands and he dropped it. Well, yeah, yeah, I know that. But like when you get, it's not easy to catch the ball when you're getting hit like that. Like especially as the ball is coming, it's not that easy to catch the football. And. It's not the fault of Kyler Murray for the throw because it's a good throw. It's just more of the great play by the defender because it's a hard catch to, you know, come down with. It's not, like, easy. And I know, I know, like, that should be caught probably, but it's, like, it's easier said than done in that situation. Whereas the running backs, I don't think there's an excuse there. James Conner, remember when I said he's bad? Yeah, he's fucking atrocious. I've been, he's still I've been better saying, than Kamara. No, no, no he's, he's not. not. Yes, he no, is. Kamara sucks. Close. Not even fucking close. James Carter sucks too. What was it? One at one point in the game, he had fucking seven carries for five yards. <laughs> it, it, it's like it, it, he's not good. If he's not catching the ball, he's not good. And he was never receiving back. He's slow as fuck. He's a touchdown vulture. This dude is not good. There is a reason why Eno Benjamin is getting into the fucking games. He's, he's not good, good either. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the whoa, battle. Whoa, 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 whoa. Kamara, what? 15 rush attempts, 61 yards and a fumble lost. That's four yards a carry. MVP. MVP. Can we get, can we get, Sam, real quick, look up uh, look up James Conner stat line. Hello. <laughs> James Conner. 13 rush attempts, 39 whole yards. Three catches and 18 receiving yards. That's he rushed for three feet 39 times. 
<laughs> All right. We'll move on to the battle of trash that turned out to be actually a pretty good shootout. The Falcons and the Seahawks. Um, the Both teams are still horrid, but at the end of the day, I thought the Falcons were the better team with the better players. And that's, that's what happened in the end. They found a way to pull it off. Mariota is still not good. Yeah. Uh, Cordell Patterson is him. Yeah. Kyle Pitts got more involved, so that's something to be positive for. You see what happens yeah. when you get Kyle Pitts the ball yeah, more? You, you win it's games. Wild, isn't it? It's wild. You win games. Yeah. Drake London looking good, too. And uh, as for Seattle, it's just the same. I mean, you're not, we knew that this is how this team would look with, with what's his name, uh, Geno Smith. Now, shout out to DK Metcalf. He did everything in his in his power to try to help that team win that game. Like, he was making Dude, phenomenal like catches. 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 that this man has to bail that QB out with him. Yeah. I remember the one that San Fran didn't count last week, but he underthrew him by a landslide, and somehow DK came down with that amazing grab. It's like, it's the like DK like people like that would like are casuals and just play fantasy football. You look at DK Metcalf and you say, this guy like the, like the entire locker too for that matter. You say like, these guys aren't good. They're not getting fantasy points. But like, if if they had a better QB, they would be producing fantasy points. It's like it's like. These guys are both so talented, and the fact that you can't like it's like Gino is in a good situation with these talented receivers, and you're not look you don't look terrible per se, but you're not looking like you should look with those two guys running the show on the offense side of the ball, and even Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker in the backfield. Kenneth Walker looked really good. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a shame. Like, there's a lot of talent on this offense, and then as for Atlanta. Um, let me just give you a round of applause, Arthur Smith, because you finally found out that Kyle Pitts is on your team. That's right, your team. I mean, it's like it's like why why wasn't he involved sooner? Um, the offense was able to get big chunk plays with Kyle Pitts down the field. It got them that like Mariota is still terrible. I'll never forget that pick that he threw to Tariq Woolen at the end of the half. Like you should have just taken the shot down the field. I don't know if it was the play call or what, but you should take that shot down the field and you throw it right to Tariq Woolen. He's almost got a pick six off you to end the half. That could have been that could have been a game changer. But yeah, this is just, this is a battle of garbage. None of these teams are going to be anything this season. But it was a cool win for Atlanta and you know positive for my fantasy team because Kyle Pitts finally decided or not, not Kyle Pitts the Falcons offense decided to target Kyle Pitts for more than two catches in nineteen yards. So. Positive, positive win for the Falcons. You're probably not going to be good for the entire season, though. I think uh, the Falcons are going to make – I think they're going to win the division. Oh, my God. Please stop I this. am buying the Falcons stock. Drake London, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I've been saying it. <laughs> He's looking fantastic. All right. Well, DK, uh, come home. We know you want to be a Patriot. I don't think yeah. he does. Come home. We know you want to be a dolphin. <laughs> uh, next up, the battle of the, the two greatest quarterbacks to ever play football. Rodgers, Brady, Snorfest. Um, I said both offenses would struggle. I said both offenses would struggle without uh, without their weapons. Um, now, Rodgers and that offense went real full hand the first two drives. They scored drives, touchdowns. They and then they couldn't do anything after that. They looked gas, uh, often struggled to move. And then the, the couple of times that they did move the ball, they, they had the mistakes like the fumble by uh, 
Aaron Jones. That should have been Rogers' third touchdown of the day. Thanks a lot, Aaron Jones. Uh, Mass for Tampa. Again, these weapons just kept selling Tom. And again, Tom proving why he's the GOAT. He he almost brought them back. He leads a touchdown drive. Then they there's a penalty that I mean, he makes the, the two-point conversion have to be from farther, and they can't convert on the two-point, but they nearly tied that game and would have been overtime. So um, I still think Tampa – well, I don't think Tampa's fine, but I still think they're going to make it because they're, they're too good of a team to be that bad, and they have Tom, so they'll still make the postseason. But this is not a championship team. And same goes for Green Bay. Like, you're not going to win – a lot of games when your offense is putting up 14. Like, congrats that your defense did its job, but there's going to be times where they need you guys to do your job too because 14 points ain't going to cut it. It's not going to cut it every day. Exactly. And, yeah, same same goes. This was mid on the football field. Um, a game of the week that ever should have been. Um, the beehive of the goalpost uh, clearly got into somebody's uh, – so many food because goddamn every single person on that offensive side of the ball was awful. I mean, like I know that Brady and Rodgers didn't really say they didn't really have like too many mistakes, but like it's just that they couldn't. Like I know that there's not much to work with there, but there's enough to where like you're supposed to be two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, so you're supposed to, you're supposed to make the people around you better if that makes sense because there's those QBs that are a product of what's around them, but then there's also those QBs that make people better regardless of what's around them. And that and I, I think that that should be held true to these two guys. And yes, they're not they don't have the legs like Lamar and all that kind of stuff. But like still these guys like like you like Brady, yes, he's missing Mike Evans. We expected that this offense would struggle, but even with Mike Evans, he hasn't really looked that good. And I know that the offensive line is down too, but like Still, like, like, there's still plenty of talent on this football team to where you shouldn't be scoring 12 points. And as for Green Bay, I mean, you've got to get it in gear too. I mean, Rodgers is not looking like the MVP right now, not looking like a three-time MVP, uh, like Ramon would say. But um, it's only three games in the season. Like, anything could change for both of these squads. But, um, yeah, I think that – both these teams are mid. Both teams have to work on offense, and I, I don't, I don't really believe the hype in any of these teams right now. If the NFC is wide open. Oh, I will add. Romeo Dobbs is him. I was a Romeo yeah, Dobbs fan, like and yeah, he finally had his breakout game for Rodgers in the Packers offense. Um. Yeah, this game was low key a snooze fest. I mean, the end of the yes. game was kind of cool because we didn't know who was going to win. It was coming down to the wire. Um, did anyone catch that Ramon slip up at the beginning? He accidentally said the two best quarterbacks ever. <laughs> Little did That's he know the up. Dolphins are not in this game. Stop it. It was not good. Or he's not great, and he never will be in the same class as Rodgers and Brady. He will be better. Um, okay. Yeah, this game is doing fast. I mean, Brady had nobody to throw to. But... Had Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, Russell Gage, Lund Fournette. Yeah, like I said, he had nobody to throw to. <laughs> and this game looked like a snooze fest, but not as big of a snooze fest as the next one. <laughs> Sunday night football. I, I, Just... I want to start with this one because you guys both fell asleep to this game, but you, you needed to stay up to see the true beauty. This fucking thriller. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> 
So I'm gonna start with this one because this, like, like you guys both said, you guys both fell asleep. I stayed up, and boy, am I glad I stayed up because it was constant laughing. Yes, the 49ers lead a touchdown drive in the first quarter. You're thinking this team is going to blow this team out of the water. The Broncos offense can't get anything going, and then they get a field goal at the end of the half, and then yeah. But Russell Wilson looks pretty damn mid right now. Like, it's not even mid; he looks terrible, and. Nathaniel Hackett is looking like a great head coaching hire, isn't he? Coach of the year hire. <laughs> but um, the second half is when the true beauty unfolds. And we're going to start off with the fact that Jimmy G told that his, he, he looks up to Dan Orlovsky. And he says, no way. anything you can do, I can do it better. And this man <laughs> goes back, he drops back, and he drops back too far, steps out of the end zone line, safety for the Broncos. And you're thinking, mm-hmm. okay, this is where Denver runs away with this game, right? Nope, because they get the ball. They march down into field goal range, but not close enough into field goal range because McManus still has to drill a fucking 50-something yarder just for them to get points on a drive that started beyond midfield for Denver. Dude shanks the field goal. Still 7-5 game. And... um. It was pretty much just a bunch of mid going back and forth in the third, right? Fourth quarter, just all obviously a bunch of stuff. And then the Broncos have one drive. They get down there, touchdown. They're up by one. They can't get the two-point conversion to go. What happened to the 49ers respond? Jimmy G, once again, forgets that he has to throw to the white jerseys on the field and said throws to Debo Smith, as Flight Reacts once said, in, as said multiple times in his shows. And he throws a two-triple coverage, intercepted, two-minute. Now, usually you would think that this game is over by then, right? Oh, no, 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 no. You don't know the genius of Nathaniel Hackett and this Broncos offense, how good <laughs> they are. Not only do they, they – they, like, they, they go – I'm pretty sure it was three and out, and then they punt to the 49ers one yard. They have another opportunity. Jimmy G again checks it down to Jeff Wilson, and boom – he fumbles it, puts it on the ground. Broncos recover. They win the game. This game was a joke. The Broncos are lucky. that They are lucky this team is 2-1. The, the entire offense looks bad. I think that they should be putting thank you cards in the defense's lockers in the locker room because they are carrying this team night in and night out. Even in the one against Seattle, they were good. Russell Wilson looks terrible. The entire offense looks terrible. No, they can't catch passes when they're on the money. And then when they aren't when they aren't in the money, it's terrible with my Russell Wilson. Um, these running backs. I mean, hey, congratulations to Nathaniel Hackett because you figured out you can run on the five yard line in the red zone, and they handed off to Melvin Gordon for that touchdown. But still, like this team is awful. And <laughs> as for San Fran, I mean, goddamn, you're awful too. I mean, no. Jimmy G, you looked awful. I mean, it's just it's just constant. Like there's there, like I, I'm not ready to really give up on the Niners, but still, like you you need to be played better than that. You should have won that game by 30 points. Um, and now you have the Rams next week, which isn't a lose. It's not it's a winnable game, but it's not exactly yeah. a game you want to go into on a Monday night going down one and two. And as for Denver, I mean, like I said, you are the luckiest sons of bitches I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, um, I 
By the way, um, I don't hear on those, but on that uh, safety by Jimmy, he also threw a pick six, so it must suck that they weren't allowed to have the touchdown because he used yes. the out of bounds. Yes. That, I um, forgot about that aspect, too. Yeah, he throw he he steps out of bounds and he proceeds at, while being out of bounds to throw a pick six to Randy Gregory. Mm-hmm. Um, as for I'm not like I I still am more confident in the Niners than I am on the Broncos. I still think the Niners are Super Bowl contenders. They had to come play in the high altitude. It's hard to play in Miami in that high altitude. They get a pass for it. Remember, Jimmy always has that game where he's terrible, but he will. I'm willing to bet money Jimmy bounces back next week and he looks better than ever. As for Denver. I didn't think your, your defense would be good. I still don't think it's that good, but like Matt said, they have their defense has carried y'all, and you, this team should not be two and one, but it is. It should be all but, three. Yeah, Denver. It's just it's not good. Daniel Hackett. Daniel Hackett is a bum. Russ, I have no idea what's happened to you. And yeah, like again, this is just the one where the sometimes the worst team wins the game. I, I think all I'm saying is, is take that you should have stuck with is one I should have stuck with too. Russell Wilson doesn't have it anymore, and I said that since last season. He doesn't have it anymore. It's. it's I will say this: uh, Denver, you should uh, at least be happy that the Raiders are in your division, so at least you won't be last. You know what? And be happy because there's two hundred and forty-two million dollars guaranteed to Russell Wilson's bank account. <laughs> oh, oh, and also, I will also add a part of the reason why Jimmy and the Niners lost. Is I knew it. Remember, even though I picked the 49ers, Sam, I said I was concerned because I don't pick against Amari Mathis, and I made that mistake. <laughs> the Niners lost this game because Amari Mathis was on the Broncos sideline. On the Broncos sideline, yeah, and I it just it, Broncos. even even when he was out of bounds, it, Jimmy just almost always feared that Demar would just run into that field and intercept the ball. So he gets a pass for that. He's playing against one of the greatest corners ever. So, of course, you're going to play bad. That's all I'll say on that one. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to add? I'm good. Oh, uh, who do you got? Uh, we sticking for Monday night picks, or it's not too late to change him? Yeah, I you're think I'm going to stick with mine. It's Wait, just, are we allowed I'm, to change him? Yeah. I, I'm still riding the Brian Dable. If we're allowed to change him, I'm going to the Giants. Okay, I'll stick with Dallas. Okay. Just be- just because, here in my opinion, I guess like this is going to be another one of those Snooze Fest games. Unfortunately for us, I mean, it just no. Nope, it's going to be a great one. But Saquon Barkley is going to go off career no, night for him. Let's not. I need him to score less than he can go off. He can go off for 120 yards. Just no touchdowns. No grass. I need Saquon. I need Saquon to get 50 points in fantasy today. Uh, I need him to get like. I need him to get less than I believe like fifteen point something, and I'd win. But still, I mean, I believe in this Cowboys defense. Micah Parsons might eat. Um, he's I sick. Like he's playing with the flu. That's wild. That makes oh, me shit. flu game, Micah. All right. Wait yeah. Minute. No. Yeah. He, he he put a picture of the Michael Jordan that he's gonna have a flu game. It's gonna be so but, funny uh, if he does nothing. But. Uh, <laughs> What do you call it? And then the Giants defense, I do like a lot. I like the, how well coached they are, but I do believe that, you know, I think I think this is a game where Daniel Jones is going to make some mistakes because he he really he made one mistake against Tennessee, but this game I feel like he's going to make a lot of mistakes. There's going to be pressure in his face. Um, it's going to be I think it's going to be very a very tough night for Daniel Jones, 
And I believe that the Cowboys offense is at least steady enough to provide Cooper Rush with some sort of stability in order for him to get the ball out quick to guys like Zeke, C.D. Lamb. I think Michael Gallup is back for tonight, right? Is he back? He might. No, he's not playing. He's not playing. He got ruled out. That's okay, why I'm so going to the Giants. So, and Dalton Schultz also is on is, – they don't know. He's ruled out too? No. Wait. Oh. Doesn't Matt have Dalton Schultz? No. That, oh, in the, in the league we do. Yeah, 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 Matt, and you you have a chance to win that. You need Dalton Schultz to go off, and you need C.D. Lamb to suck. Wait, what? I thought it was I thought it was up by a shit ton in that league. What happened? No, because no, he has C.D. in the Cowboys defense, and you just have Schultz. If Schultz doesn't play C.D., and that defense could still bring him up on you. You're only about, like, 17, I think. How? Or what? maybe a bit more. Right, well, or maybe a bit more. I, I don't know. My map is off, but they, he still has a shot against you. That's weird. Okay, regardless, though, I mean, I, I do believe that the Cowboys are going to pull up this game just because I feel like, yes, Cooper Rush isn't the best quarterback, but they at least have the weapons to where I believe that they can make an easier offense. You still have that two-headed running back monster with Zeke and Pollard. Galladay will catch a exactly. Ball. I don't think he's yeah, getting the, playing time. He didn't even get the Giants. The Giants have better weapons. They have Kenny Galladay. But but yeah, I don't think Kenny Galladay even played last week. He's Kenny gonna, Galladay he's put up a Devontae Parker stat line. One yeah, Kenny Galladay. If he gets on the field, Kenny Galladay, you will be a Patriot. Oh, that's bad. I'm fully prepared for Bill to he, make he that trade. He is a very Patriots-like receiver, though. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all, uh, all I'm saying is I'm waiting for this team to get the number one overall pick. We'll get Will Anderson over here. Bryce uh, Young. Mm-hmm. One of the all two. Right, well, doesn't matter. Huh? Anything else? Nope, um, that's about it. Uh, make sure to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, MSR Sports, and see ya. See ya later. See ya.